0: I have been crucified with Christ, and it's no longer I who live, but it's Christ who lives in me. And I thank you that your people hearts are open and receptive, God, to receive your word on tonight. In Jesus' name, Amen. Last week we went over the word of knowledge, and we're going to wrap um, the um, revelation gifts up tonight. We went over a word of knowledge um, last week, and a word of um, knowledge is talking about um, it's a supernatural gift, and that gift lets you know what's presently going on. It lets you know the past and the present, and we went over scriptures to um, verify the word of knowledge. Now, we know that it's not human knowledge that, um, that is being used. It comes as the spirit wills let me give you the definition again the word of knowledge is a supernatural revelation by the holy spirit of certain facts present or past about a person or situation it is a supernatural revelation by the holy spirit of certain facts present or past about a person or situation what we want to do while we're going over the gifts of the spirit we have to remember that these gifts are to bring glory unto god They're not for us to try to go out there and operate in these gifts as we will, but these gifts operate as the spirit wills, and we should be desiring these gifts. We should not um, go out um, without um, asking the Holy Spirit as we're going out and as we're led by the Holy Spirit, we should be desiring to say, God, wherever I go. I want to be used by you for your glory because there's always somebody that's in the need of help um, dealing with certain situations. And this is why we need the power of the Holy Ghost. Not only do we need the power of the Holy Ghost, but we have to have the word of God as well. You cannot go out and say, you know, I'm operating these gifts, but you're not in your word the way you need to be. We need to be in the word of God. So as these gifts are in operation, God does use his word to verify even what God is saying until the individual that he wants us to minister to. So everywhere you go, you should be ready. You should be willing. You should be saying, God, it's not about me. It's all about you because we're here to do the work that God will have us to do. But we cannot do it without these gifts, without the power of God coming upon us to do it. And recognize that when the power of God come upon you and you're ministering to an individual, that it's not you. It is the spirit of the Lord that's using you as a vessel to deliver to that person what he want to deliver. And once he gets finished delivering what he needs to deliver, we don't need to add nothing to it. We don't need to try to take nothing away from it we're doing it to bring the father glory and to let them know that God is real and that God you know heard their cry or whatever the situation may be God can use whomever want to be used but we have to make sure our heart is right as well because sometimes people are doing it for themselves they're not doing it out of the will of God they want people to know what they know and it's not about competition it's not about who can prophesy longer It's not about who, um, you know, can operate in this gift or operate in that gift. Those gifts operate as the spirit wills. I'm going to say it again. The gifts operate as the spirit wills, and we have to come out of self and be willing to be used by the spirit. Just like the word of knowledge, I'm pretty sure that some of us in here have operated in the word of knowledge, and some of us probably was not even aware that God was using us Um, to operate with the word of knowledge that's why God is giving you what you need um, concerning these gifts so when you are operating in these gifts you will know what gift is coming forth and the gift that God um, chose to use for that um, individual some people that are saved born again they don't even recognize the gifts when they are in operations why because people are not being taught but then there are some people that don't want to be taught Because they think they know everything. But I'm telling you, to be a follower of Jesus Christ, you need to be taught on what you have. I have never seen a person work on a job for 20 years and don't know their benefits. Anytime you get a job, you want to know your benefits. They'll give you their policy, their procedure. They'll give you the benefits. They'll give you everything that this job will offer unto you. As a matter of fact, when you go in for an interview, they tell you what the company is about what they're based upon how they were established they tell you you know um, their hours of operation they let you know everything about that company and based upon what you hear you decide whether or not you want to be a part of that company or not and if they do hire you and you become a part of that company that means that you got to go buy um, what they want you to do and not what you want to do that's how it is with the kingdom of God When we become a part of the kingdom of God, we're no longer a part of the world system, which is the kingdom of darkness, the kingdom of Satan. We don't do things his way no more. We do things God's way through the kingdom of God, the kingdom of heaven. So you have to learn about that kingdom. You have to know what that kingdom offers. And the the great thing about the kingdom of God is God already made a way for us through his son for us to have everything we need through him. So we don't have to try to work for it. We don't have to try to um, do anything to obtain it. Only thing we do is accept Jesus and what Jesus have given us. And then we believe in it. And then we begin to operate in it as the spirit wills. And that's just how easy it is. When you know what you have, then you begin to use it. Just like everybody have a Bible. And when you know that um, is life in that Bible through the word of God, I don't know about you. I want me some life. And I want that life more abundantly. So I'm going to go into the word of God with whatever situation I have. And I'm going to search the word and say, Holy Spirit, I need help with this situation. What does the word of God has to, have to say to me on today? And the Holy Spirit will reveal to you through some scriptures you already read what God wants to speak or why you're reading. The Holy Spirit will begin to shed light upon the word of God. And as he shed that light and give you that illumination, guess what it's doing? It's compelling that dark area in your life where you're going through it. The word will quicken you. It will make you alive, but you have to get into the word to receive life from the word. And as you get into the word and as you go out and as you are taught, the Holy Spirit, I assure you, will operate through you as he will. God know the hearts of those that have compassion on people every day. Some people don't, I'm just going to put it this way. Some say folk don't care about whether a person is this or whether a person is that. The only thing they think about is me, myself, and I. They wake up in the morning, it's about me. They go through the day, it's about me. They go on the job, it's about me. They lay down, it's still about me. Never thinking about somebody else and what they may be going through. I want y'all to know, it's people that's going through worse situations than we're going through. It's people that don't have food on their table. It's people that don't have clothes. It's people that can't um, walk, can't talk, can't hear. It's people that is is, is just not in their right frame of mind. But we have our mind. We can um, get up in the morning. We can dress ourselves. It's people that cannot even dress themselves. But we steady complain of the little thing that we lack. Instead of giving God glory for what we do have. God, I may not have this pair of shoes. But God, I have shoes. So God, I'm going to thank you. I may not have, God, the food I want to eat. But I got food on my table. So I'm going to say thank you. Because I could be like somebody else with nothing. So this is how God looked at our heart. It's it's so funny how we want to be used by God. You know, to let people know we can be. But we don't want to help nobody. I don't think God want to be operating through a person even though the gifts are there I don't think God want to manifest himself through a person that don't want to help nobody but want to let people know you know I serve God when you serve God you're well-rounded you're going to love those people that hate you you're going to bless those that curse you why because of the love of God that's in you and I'm going to tell you love operate these gifts faith works by love and the only way these gifts is going to really fully be manifested in your life is through the love of God if God is seeing that you don't care about people come on y'all you think he's gonna allow his gifts to be operated through somebody that don't care you think he's gonna always let you walk up to somebody and give them a word when that word is really not in your heart you just saying something just to be saying it to be seen attached to See me, hear me, and be attached to me. So, what we want to do is get in the Word of God, develop a relationship with Him so when these gifts are in operation, we're knowing that it's not us. It is Him that's working through us, and we're giving Him the glory for what He has done through us. And this is why you see these people in the Bible that the Word of Knowledge was working through. Um, we talked about first Kings nineteen, verse 14. And this is when Elijah was going through. And we see that Elijah was a prophet. He was one that spoke whatever God sent him to speak. And Elijah got to a place in his life where he was discouraged because of what Jezebel had said unto him. So he ran from Jezebel because he had a fear. And he was getting ready to give up. And I know some of us have been in a point in our lives where we want to give up. Elijah was ready to give up, but God ended up speaking to Elijah because Elijah said, I'm the only prophet left. So God began to reveal unto Elijah, you're not the only prophet left. He said, you know, I have prophets that have not bowed their knee unto Baal. So God encouraged Elijah. I know some of us need encouragement tonight in certain areas of our lives where we've been standing and, and on certain situations and seem like it's not working and you haven't told nobody about that situation and God have somebody to call you, stop by your home and let you know it's already worked out. God said that problem already been solved God said be at rest rest in his promise because he said it's already done yet you don't see it in the natural he said I have already fixed that for you see God has sent you that word to let you know that he's still on the throne and he revealed it to someone that you hadn't been talking to this is why it is good at times to zip it don't go about telling people all your business Because some people don't care about your business. They just want to be in your business. Let me just say it. Some people don't care about your business. They just want to be in your business. Some people want to know how you're doing just to talk about Um, with somebody else how you ain't doing so this is why you need to stay in the word of God for yourself you don't need to go to nobody not let God send you to that person because you're going to know that person's heart you're going to have confidence and trust in that person to know that this person know God So be careful who you tell your business to because it may be a time that you tell a person your business and you forget you told them your business and then you're talking to them and then they remind you of your business and you're thinking it's God. No, you told it. So just be careful. So a word of knowledge is going to let you know past or present things about certain facts or situations that that, um, are occurring in your life. So we know First Kings 19, dealing with Elijah. We talked about a prophet that Jeroboam sent his wife to in First Kings 14. And he wanted his wife to disguise herself. And so the prophet would not know. But God is so good. Nobody would be able to fool you. If you trust in God, I don't care whoever it is. They won't be able to fool you because if you got a relationship with him, he will show you exactly what a person is doing. This prophet end up telling this woman who she was and end up telling the woman about the child, what was going to happen to the child, and it did happen. So God won't let people fool you. So whatever is going on with anybody, if they're coming to you to try to deceive you, God will reveal it. So we look at Gehazi. Um, in 2nd Kings the 5th chapter where he was trying to he took um, money from Naaman and, and Elijah Elisha, God showed it to him showed him what was going on with him and he ended up with the leprosy 2nd Kings 6 Elijah revealed the plan of the enemy to the king of Israel he let him know what was presently happening and then we talked about Jesus in John 4 where he was talking to the lady that had um, five husbands, he revealed that to her. Um, the Passover in um, Luke 22, when Jesus told them where the Passover was going to be and where to go, so that was presently happening. And Ananias in Acts um, chapter 9, God told Ananias where Paul would be at. Um, so that was a um, word of knowledge. But tonight, what I want to talk about is discerning of spirits. Discerning of spirits. So we went over a word of wisdom a word of knowledge now we're going over discerning of spirits discerning of spirits is a supernatural gift which comes through the holy spirit revealing spirits to a person whether good or bad it allows you to see into the supernatural it comes through the holy spirit revealing spirits unto a person whether good or bad it allows you to see into the supernatural And I'm going to tell you, all of us in this room, you got the gifts of the spirit. So you have discerning of spirits. And what I love so much about this gift, that through this gift, God is going to let you know just what a person is about. He's going to let you know the good. He's going to let you know the bad. He's going to allow you to see in the supernatural. He's going to allow you to know what's affecting a person, what spirit is behind a person discerning of spirits i'm telling you as they say it's off the chain because when this gift is in operation nobody won't be able to fool the person that god is operating through and i believe some of you in this room probably um, had discerning of spirits in your life and didn't even recognize that um, gift that the holy spirit was stirring up within you i know when i first started recognizing the gift i didn't know what it was but people would stand in front of me and i would know right off the bat if they, were, if they were good or if they were bad. When I was going through depression, I'll never forget. There was a place in my life that I just wanted to get rid of it. I got tired of dealing with it. And I remember it was a lady that was um, coming to me. And she was giving me scriptures and everything. And, you know, I felt good at first. But then all of a sudden, this lady brought a fear about me. And I began to pull away from her. And I I heard the Holy Spirit, and he was telling me, don't take nothing else from her. And I didn't understand that she was a Christian. And as I'm talking to you, I can see me meeting her on the job. I was coming down the hall, and she handed me a verse of scripture. And I said, no, I can't take that. And she said, why you can't take it? I said, I don't understand, but I can't take that from you. And this lady got mad. I mean, she was very mad. I didn't understand it. So later on, I was going through on the job, and after I told the lady I couldn't take this from her, when you get desperate, when you're going through in your mind and don't know which way to turn, you're going to see the first person you can get and say, pray with me. So when I saw her, she was beginning to pray with me, but it still was something that just wasn't right with this lady. Later on, come to find out, this lady was possessing darkness. She was saved but um she had things going on in her life that people were trying to help her with that she could not get rid of and one thing is she wasn't willing to let go of it so God was showing me that darkness in that lady after I got over my situation still didn't know about discerning of spirits but I met a lady that knew this lady and I began to talk to the lady about what God was showing me with this lady and she said I'm gonna tell you something she said this lady has got deep darkness in her she said we went to minister to this lady and she said it was so bad voices was coming out of this lady we can hear things walking on the roof while we was in there praying with this lady see god will let you know who's in the midst of you after that incident when i was having prayer in my house this very same lady The lady was asking her, you need to come over here and get the word. This is all that's in this house is the word. She said, I can't come over there. She said, why can't you come over there? She said, because of me. She said, I can't be around her. The spirit that was in her knew where I was in the Lord, and she could not be around me. She said, I cannot be around her. When I'm around her, something happens, and she didn't want to be around me. So what I'm telling you is, when discerning of spirits is operating in your life, you're going to know your surroundings. You're going to know who you're around. I remember walking into this home, and when I walked into this home, I felt such deep depression in this home. It was this man's home, and I was sitting there talking to him, and I, as we was holding conversation, I said, you got this deep, dark, it's just like you're down and out in this house. And he told me what was happening in that house. He said, when I come home from work, that's all I feel. I said, we, we got to get this out of this house. So see, God will allow you to do that. Now, I didn't know it was discerning of spirits, but I can be in a place, and sometimes you can feel what people are feeling. And you don't know what that is. It's like a weight. You know you didn't feel like that before you went in there. I told y'all before I went to a service, and in this service, um, I felt sick on the stomach and didn't understand why I was sick. But later on, um, the Lord told me just to keep praising him, and I just kept praising him in that service. Felt like I was going to pass out. He said, I don't want you to sit down. Just keep praising me. The lady called me up that was ministering and told me, the enemy is out for your life. He's out to kill you. Now, I knew this lady was on it because I never told nobody because the enemy was coming in dreams at me, trying to suffocate me. Then the same church I went to, the lady got to know me. She sat me by the pulpit. Same thing happened to me again. I was sick. I was weak, felt like I was going to pass out. So I said, Lord, what is this? What is happening? Why am I feeling this way? He said, that's the spirit of witchcraft in that church. So see, God will let you know what you're feeling. And this happens. Let me tell you how this happens with discerning of spirits. It happens through your five senses through your smelling, through your touching, through your seeing, through your hearing. God will use your five senses um, with discerning of spirits to let you know what's around you that is not right. You may touch someone, and as you touch a person, you felt something off of that person, and you're like, what is this? What am I feeling off of this person? Sometimes it may be good. Sometimes it may be bad. I'll give you an example with me. When I was going through, this lady had uh, come to my house, and I didn't know this lady, but like I said, through discerning of spirits, God will let you know who need to deliver you, who need to lay hands on you, and who doesn't. So this lady, I was waiting for her to come to my home, and it was another person that wanted to deliver me from what I was going through with this depression. But it was on me, no, that's not the one. So she came to my house, and as she sat down in front of me, i never forget this. She said, God didn't send me here to deliver you. He normally tell me where to go and home to deliver. So I looked at her and said, if you can't deliver me, see, I had a backup. I had a plan because I got tired of dealing with the same thing. All of a sudden, this woman said, grab my hand. When I grabbed her hand, I felt such the power of God come over me. She said, do you feel that? It went through my whole body, and that night was the first time I ever cried, and I couldn't even cry. Depression had me so bad, so I'm crying so loud, my husband like, what in the world is going on up in there? But what I'm saying, through discerning of spirits, God will allow you to know what's good and what's not good. So this is why it takes the word, it takes a relationship with God to ask God what's going on around me. Sometimes God is showing you things in the spirit that's going on around you so you will be aware of what's happening around you. I had another incident, I hung clothes up in my closet, on the side of my closet, and my eyes wide open, I'm seeing a black mist go in my clothes and the clothes doing just like this. I asked my husband, do you see that? Nope, don't see it. And I'm still seeing the black mist. And as it went down in my clothes, my clothes just swaying back and forth. So God will let you know what the enemy desires to do. So that night um, when I saw all of this, God told me, he said, I want you to pray over all of your clothes. I want you to plead the blood over your clothes. Now, this is what I'm, the reason why I'm telling you all of this, because some of y'all may have had experiences And you don't understand what you see, what you hear, or what you feel. The enemy wants you to be fearful of what you see, what you hear, what you feel, what you taste. You may get a taste in your mouth that may be a good taste, and it's not because you thought of any food. The Bible says, taste and see that the Lord is good. You may be in a service, have your hands up, praising God, and all of a sudden, you get this taste in your mouth that's just such a good taste. You know you're in the presence of the Lord. Or you may smell a sweet aroma. And you know you ain't sprayed on no perfume and you ain't sprayed nothing in the atmosphere. That's the presence of the Lord in the place. Some people, and the Holy Spirit is telling me this, you may have been in your house and someone may have died. And all of a sudden you smell something that they wore before. The enemy want to use that to bring you fear. To say they come back from the dead. I'm here to tell you, if somebody's in heaven, I don't think they're coming back to see you. I want you to know that. Come on, they ain't going to come back. See, the enemy want to use stuff to project fear so you will not be aware of your surroundings. Sometimes you get so used to a person, what they have on, Or, what's going on that you can project that image? So, you have to ask the Holy Spirit, What am I seeing? Make me aware of my surroundings. And God don't give you fear. Anything that God shows you, you're not gonna be fearful with God showing it unto you. Um, Let me give you another example. My son, when he was little, um, he wouldn't sleep in his room. And I didn't understand why this boy wouldn't sleep in his room. So, I prayed and asked the Lord, what's going on in his room and the Lord said it's things in his room that shouldn't be in his room so I went in his room went through his toy chest and the Holy Spirit showed me the objects that was in his room I bought my son so much Dragon Ball Z I believe I bought the stores out because that's what he loved Dragon Ball Z I'm in there watching TV with him and me and him chanting what Dragon Ball Z is saying didn't have no sense I'm thinking it's normal you know everybody's doing it but the Lord said clean out his room cleaned out his room, got his room set back up, and I said, Jeremy, you can go back in your room tonight. He went back and slept like a baby. See, people take these things as something like, oh, you're just too holy. Oh, that, that, that's not true. It is true. When you buy your children these demonic games, when you allow them to play with stuff that is not real, it will project in the atmosphere. I stopped my kids from watching Scooby-Doo Because every time you turn around, they were seeing a ghost. And I said, that's not going to be projected in my house. So I stopped that. Anything that represented darkness, I would not let them watch it because the enemy used that to project images unto your children. So if something is going on in your house that is not right, you have to ask the Holy Spirit, show me what's in here. That's not of you. And through discerning of spirits, God know your heart he will show you what's in your house that's not of you, um, not of him, there was a minister that said that um, when she first found out about discerning of spirits, there was a gentleman, he was a minister, and he stayed in this man's house that was his pastor, and he was being tormented every night in that man's house, so they said, we got to um, pray, and we got to see what's going on, so when she came to the house, all of a sudden she had a pull to a back room. So she asked the pastor, she said, I, I got a pull. She said, I'm not even going to tell you the room that he sleeps in. She went directly to the room that the gentleman slept in, opened the closet, and there was albums that he had from his past dealing with the rock and roll and all that kind of music. And the Lord said, that's his problem they broke up the albums he never been tormented again see this is why discerning of spirits is so important and why we in the body of Christ need discerning of spirits because if you having something that's going on in your life dealing with the spirit of perversion I'm gonna use that sometimes people having all these dreams ichabas succubus all of this kind of stuff going on and you know there's something that you're not desiring, but something is jumping on you at night, and you know it ain't your husband, and you know it ain't your wife. But you know something is just not right. The Lord is showing you what's in your atmosphere, and you have to say, Lord, how is this stuff projected in my home? It comes through what you watch. If you're watching men and women getting it on, you leaving your TV open, I'm going to tell you something. If you leave your TV on at night, you will start dreaming that you're in the midst of the movie. Whoever done it. I'm like, I'm ready in the midst of this. I left my TV on and I remember when I woke up, I heard T.D. Jake's voice. Y'all, I was in T.D. Jake's service. Just rat in T.D. That's just how much things happen. So you have to be careful of your atmosphere because the enemy is what the prince of the power of the air and that's what he uses your atmosphere he needs something to tap into that he can use this is why you have to say lord search my home anything in my home that's not of you now if you have anything in there now i'm not going to tell you this i remember i was ignorant you know, over there in China and over in these and all these foreign countries, y'all know they worship all these idols. I say, God, if I keep on, I break every dish in here. God (laughs) said, plead the blood of Jesus (laughs) over everything that say China. (laughs) Now I'm telling y'all these things because y'all be done destroying everything in your house, but you have to um, use wisdom (laughs) when it come to things. In that case, all of us will be naked because you have designers That believe in this stuff. That's why my clothes, remember I told you how my clothes were doing? The clothes that I got, they were given to me. The Lord told me to plead the blood over those clothes. You do not know every designer. You do not know what they are about. That's why when you buy clothes, you plead the blood of Jesus over those clothes and speak blessings over those clothes. If not, you'll throw away everything in your wardrobe from your underwear to everything to your footwear to everything because everybody has something that they're doing that you don't know nothing about but I guarantee you through discerning of spirits God will not leave you ignorant he will not leave you uninformed give you another example I was going through with the lady and I was getting a pull off this lady and the Holy Spirit was letting me know this lady ain't right But how many of us know that we are still hanging out with people and we still getting a pull from these people? So I said, okay, what is this? So I had a dream about this lady. I saw two of her. One was a good her, one was a bad her. And I said, God, what are you showing me? Then I saw how she was gathering up people. And the Lord told me, separate yourself from this lady. Now, before God showed me this about this lady, Let me tell you something. A spirit know what you have. I met this very same lady in the grocery store before God showed me this lady. She walked up to me and looked me dead in my eye. She said, your discerning of spirits is so sharp, nobody will be able to fool you. After that, guess what? Me and this lady don't connect no more. After God showed me, it was two of her. So God will let you know who is what. If you allow the Holy Spirit to do that, he won't let nobody fool you. He will tell you exactly what they're about. I don't care if they know this Bible from the front to the back, from the back to the front. If God tell me to cut them off, I'm going to cut them off just as quick as he told me. You better be careful who you entertain. Everybody that say, Lord, Lord, don't know him. It was a gentleman I invited to do a Bible study. And when I invited him to do the Bible study, The Holy Spirit gave me a dream about this gentleman. I felt a pull with this gentleman. And I told someone, I said, I got to cut this Bible study off. No, they ain't agree with me. No, you don't need to. I say, I'm cutting it off. Come to find out this man was living a double life. See, the Holy Spirit will show you when you get a pull. And it looked as if this man loved the word of God. So see, people have gotten mad at me even here at Miracle Temple when I shut stuff down because they feel like I feel like I'm more holy than thou. No, my discerning of spirit is so sharp. I know when you're talking about me. And I'm going to still love you. And am I bragging on it? No, I'm bragging on Jesus. I know when you're telling me something that's a downright lie. And trying to fake it and make it as long as you can. And it gets so bad, you can't even look me square in the eye no more. And you know what the thing is about God, how he used me? You don't have to tell me nothing. He'll just tell me to preach on something. There it is. That's just how good he is. When he know your heart and he know you have a love for people, he's not going to let nobody Get over on you. Y'all, I'm gonna tell you something. God is just so good. Do not take these gifts lightly. God has given you the gifts of the Spirit. He has given you these gifts, not only for you, but to benefit others. Discerning of spirits, we need it everywhere we go, so we'll know what's around us, so we won't get caught up in things we shouldn't get caught up in. Don't be afraid of this gift. Just stop and say, Holy Spirit, what are you trying to show me? I'm getting a pull here. This person right here is annoying me for some reason, and I don't know what the reason is. They're just so annoying. What is it? And he'll let you know about that person. Do not get um, in a, a place where you feel like, oh, God, the devil's after me. It don't always have to be the devil. God is showing you your surroundings. I'm going to use Sister Denise for an example <laughs> with discerning of spirits. God was showing her an angel. Sister Denise was seeing into the supernatural. That's what discerning of spirits allowed you to do, to see good and to see evil. God was making her aware of her surroundings he does that because he loved you he does that because she was meditating on psalms 91 he who dwells in the secret place of the most high shall abide up under the shadow of the almighty and then in that very same passage he said that he will give his angels what charge over you no evil shall what befall you neither shall any plague come nigh your dwelling because I'm going to give my angels charge over you so he allowed her to see into the spirit discerning of spirits allow you to see in the spirit and I'm feeling in right now sensing that somebody saying I ain't ready to see it yet Lord, don't show me something you know I ain't ready for. You better be aware of your surroundings. Don't be afraid of it. I ain't ready to see it yet. Lord, show it to them, but don't show it to me. Lord, show me what you need for me to see, because I'm going to tell you something. God is so on point. And I guess at times my husband think I'm crazy. But God will show me dreams and show me exactly what's happening with the person. And the person will sit up there and say it ain't happening. And then later on, boom, bam. Thank you, ma'am. There it is. Because God, will, God love me so much, y'all, that he don't let nobody fool me. I don't care who it is. God will show up, and he will show out, and he will reveal himself because that's how much he loved you. If he did it for them, you don't think he'll do it for you? If you want to know something about your children, you don't have to try to track them down like I did with Jeremy. Only thing you have to do is say, Holy Spirit, you know who he's around. You know what he's doing. Make me aware of those around. He'll show it to you. He'll show you so you can tell them. Then they have a choice. He's so faithful. He won't let anyone get over on you. That's what discerning of spirits do. Don't let nobody try to turn you away from what God is showing you. Because some people will try to turn you away. One thing about this ministry here, if you're a part of this ministry, this ministry is called to root up, tear down, the strongholds off for God's people. You need discerning of spirits to know what that stronghold is in order to root it up. So God is going to show me where that stronghold is in your life. And you may not see it yourself, but you got to trust the one that God is showing to tell you this is in your life. This is what God say that you need to do. Sometimes we're not aware of it right then. But the longer I talk to people, I know exactly the Lord will tell me, that's what's going on with that person. Why? That's the anointing I have on my life. And if you're sitting up under this ministry, the same anointing that's on my life is passed through you guys. So that means when you're around people and we're making the same connection, you're going to be aware of who you're around. You're going to be aware of what the root is in that situation, and you're going to be able to call that thing forth, and it's up to that person to accept what you're saying or to not accept what you're saying. You don't have to beg them. Just give them what the Lord is saying, and you've done your part. Amen. Scriptures on that. Discerning of spirit. Second Kings, the 6th chapter. Y'all know what was happening here. Elijah revealed the plans that God had given him through a word of knowledge. He told the king of Israel about the plan. Remember I told y'all anytime that you do something good, the enemy gonna come back and he's gonna try to tear you down from the good that you done. Now that's something that he's gonna do, but we shouldn't be afraid um, when we do what the Lord tell us to do because God is our protector. When he did this, they sent an army after Elijah. Now, the servant, what he did, he looked out the window and he saw this great army, and he began to say, "Master, what are we, at last, Master, what are we gonna do?" Elijah say, "Fear not, there are more with us than there are with with them." Now, can y'all imagine if I told y'all that if y'all looked out and saw this whole church surrounded? Couldn't go out and knock one door, and I'm telling y'all, fear not. It's more with us than it is with them. Y'all would probably say, She done lost her mind. I know what I see, I'm still looking for a way to get out of here. <laughs> this is how the servant felt. But this is what Elijah had to do. He prayed to the Father. He didn't say open his eyes, he said, Open his servant eyes so he can see into the supernatural to know that it's more with us than it is with them god is such a good god he's not going to leave you in fear he did what elijah asked and when Gehazi saw it was more with them than it was with the other then that's when I, i bet he got his dance on this is what the discerning of spirit does so what we have to do you may see something. Let's say Sonia sees something that Terry don't see. Only thing Terry sees is a wife that looked like she lost her mind. But Sonia is saying, I know what I heard, Terry, and I know what I saw, Terry. So finally, she don't fuss with Terry no more. She just say, Lord, open Terry's eyes and allow Terry to see what I see. Guess what? If, if Terry wants them eyes to be open, <laughs> God will open his eyes. And then they'll come into agreement. Give you another example. Me and my husband, I would see different things in the house. When you let people stay in your house, God will show you what's on them people. I remember I was in my bed up studying late at night, and I saw something run right past me. I said, oh, no, you don't. In the name of Jesus, you couldn't get out of this house. Just plain, I'm just looking right at it. I, go, I went like this. Oh, no, you ain't. You're getting out of this house. I ain't leaving here. You're leaving here. So, look, check this out my husband, my dear honey bun, he was in the house one day, and he saw it, <laughs> brave y'all, he opened the door and said, you getting out of here, you ain't staying up in here, you getting out of here, he, he, he had a voice, but let me tell you about this man before he had a voice, me and my aunt Joyce, and we went to a church service one night, and there was a prophet in this service, and this prophet at the end of service we knew she was a prophet so we stood there and all of a sudden she started crying and started saying somebody she see blood she see whatever and me and my aunt we got scared didn't know what was going on so it was this other prophet and I said um come on let's go to the house and she said yeah let's go to the house and pray this is kind of bothering my spirit let's just go pray So me and and my Aunt Joyce, we went to the house, and she said, y'all begin to pray and hold hands. So we begin to pray, and I remember my Aunt Joyce began to holler. (laughs) She began to holler out. I know what I saw, but I wasn't saying nothing. But I knew she was right on the money. I'm going to tell you how I knew. She began to holler out, and I don't think I told my Aunt Shirley this, and I can tell you now because it's done come to pass. She began to holler out, Lucy, 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 oh, Lucy that's all she said and I saw my cousin in a casket dead I said nothing wasn't gonna verify nothing that's what I saw after that incident my cousin had a terrible accident and he died but this man he come out heard us hollering and all the commotion he went back to the back I said I where he going he come back he said listen here He said, next time y'all see something or know something, don't bring it here because I had to stay in the bathroom. I had to go use the bathroom, messed up my stomach. He said, don't bring that back up in this house. (laughs) That's where he was then. Then we had another service. I'm talking about discerning of spirits because you have to know. We had this um, prophet that was in there. Jennifer was in there. We had this girl that was a lesbian, y'all. And this girl was being delivered from that. Now, remember this prophet, she would touch her and say, it's right here, the root is coming up. And we like, this girl done lost her mind. Every time she would tell us where it was, it was there. So then she said, get a bag. And when she got ready to get the bag, the girl started just screaming out, hallelujah, 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 hallelujah. And we just praising God, said, Woo! she getting delivered. She said, no, she ain't. That spirit trying to fool you. That was discerning of spirits knowing what was going on immediately she says get ready to come up it's getting ready to come up so the girl threw up in the bag so my husband come to me and he whispered to me he said hey he said where your Bible I said it's over there he said get it and hold it tight <laughs> So I ain't paying no attention so then after everything was over he went to the lady he said can I ask you a question <laughs> she said yes She said. The trash people don't come to (laughs) Winston. How long do I keep this? (laughs) What I do with it before then? He was scared, y'all. He was scared. (laughs) But these are some of the things that we went through um, where we were being trained and we didn't know no better. How many know when you don't know no better, you just doing what you think you need to do? So this is how he was. So the reason why I'm going over these discerning of spirits is because in my life, discerning of spirits was operating so much, and I didn't know it was operating. And I'm going to give you more scriptures, but let me tell you this. We were in a service, and the lady that I was riding with, after the service, all of a sudden, I got an unction to go to this lady's house. I didn't know why I had this unction. But it was something about this lady, and I needed to see this lady. Remember I tell you that discerning of spirits, they operate through your five senses, and, it'll let, and you, know, you get these urges or this pull. When I got to the lady's house, y'all, she said, I was waiting on you. Y'all talking about wanting to turn around and run? I'm like, Jesus, what's she waiting on me for? So she told me to have a seat, and this is the thing. When I sat down, the lady's eyes was closed, so this is the thing now. This lady didn't know where I was sitting, but her eyes was closed. She pointed at me and said, God said he sent his messenger to you and you won't receive his messenger. I knew what she was talking about. Y'all, my knees was knocking together so hard. I'm like, Jesus, help me, Jesus, help me, Jesus. And in my mind, I was saying, send her back. If you send her back, I'll receive her. The one... The messenger was my mother. God was trying to send my mother to give me a message that he wanted me to have, and I was scared of my mother because I never really met my mother. So I said, send her back. When I got home that night, I slept so close to my husband. (laughs) Scared, y'all, didn't want to receive this woman, but I said, God, help me because I know you have a message for me. And guess what? He did. But before he did that with this woman, I'm sitting up there on the treadmill, another prophet. I'm just walking, laughing, we talking. She said, oh, by the way, God said you need to receive your mother. I'm like, Jesus, what does she want? (laughs) But the Lord gave me the message through my mother of what he was doing in my life. So I'm telling you, God will let you know through discerning of spirits what's good and what's bad. Remember, the enemy going to keep you away from what's good he only want to show you the bad so in the um matthew the 16th chapter this is when jesus was telling his disciples that he was going to die and he was going to be um you know raised he's going to raise from the dead Be rose from the dead and peter began to rebuke him and jesus began to tell peter what spirit he was of through discerning of spirits You're going to know what spirit is operating in a person. Even if they're saved, you're going to know the enemy can use that person to try to stop you from doing what God will have you to do. This is saved, folks. Peter walked with who? With Jesus. Did he not? But the Lord was letting um, Jesus know the spirit that was operating through Peter. And he began to say, um get thee behind me Satan thou art an offense unto me he knew that Satan was using Peter to come against the plan of God know who you are around I don't care how saved they are if they're coming against what God is telling you to do this is what you have to do the same thing that Jesus done because his earning of spirits operated in his life to let him know that was not Peter that was satan using peter to come against him and in acts five y'all know this one well ananias and sapphire they supposed to have um, sold some land and given all the land until the apostle and the husband come in And he began to lie when Peter asked him. And through discerning of spirits, Peter knew that that was not a good spirit that was using him. Then the wife came back in and did the same thing. God is not going to let people get over on you. They may say one thing, but their heart is far from it. Amen. And then in Mark 9, this is when Jesus, um, when the disciples could not cast out that spirit and we know it was through unbelief but Jesus identified what spirit it was a deaf and dumb spirit through discerning of spirits you can identify the spirit that's um, using a person or a spirit that's possessing a person there is no way in deliverance without discerning of spirits of knowing what spirit is on that person so you do need discerning of spirits to know what spirit is holding that person and then in Acts 13, this is Paul. Paul began, there was a sorcerer. And then Paul began to um, let this um, man that had this power, um, he knew the spirit that was on this man. And God used uh, Paul, and this man became blind, I believe. So through the discerning of spirits, you will know what spirit is on a person what spirit is using a person whether it's good whether it's bad through discerning of spirits you will begin be able to see in the supernatural please do not run <laughs> from the supernatural you're part of the kingdom of god y'all god is not gonna um bring uh, fear to you when god is showing you something don't go home if you by yourself at night and scared because of all this stuff you heard hear me As they say, feel me. (laughs) Is that what they say, the gangsters? Anyway, let me tell you what discerning of spirits is not. It's not fault finding. Don't walk up to nobody and you seeing all these faults in people and talking about my discerning of spirit is sharp. No, that that's not how that works. That's not how that operates being um suspicious we have some suspicious folks that is not discerning of spirits being critical judging people that's not discerning of spirits so if you walking in any of these is not discerning of spirits it's your flesh when god allow you to see what's going on with a person you're going to love that person not be critical of that person, not be suspicious of that person, and not be finding fault with that person. The purpose of the gift of discerning of spirits is to protect the church against false prophets, false teachers, deceiving spirits, doctrines of devils, ain't that a lot? To appoint the right men and women in leadership to reveal what spirit is operating so deliverance can take place. Let me say it again. Y'all can get it on CD or get it live. Get it live, y'all. To protect the church against false prophets, false teachers, deceiving spirits, and doctrines of devils. To appoint the right men and women to position in leadership. To reveal what spirit is operating so deliverance can take place. First Timothy 4, 1 Timothy 4.1. Now the spirit speak expressly that in latter times some shall depart from the faith giving heed to seducing spirits and doctrines of devils in 1st John 4 1 beloved believe not every spirit but try the spirit whether they are of God because many false prophets are gone out into the world through the discerning of spirits you will know false teachers false prophets you will know um, seducing spirits doctrines of devils that's the purpose of discerning of spirits god do not want his people to be misinformed everybody that say that they're about the father are not about the father so you have to know your surroundings be aware of your surroundings and the way you can be aware of your surroundings is through the word of god because everybody that quote the word don't mean that they know him amen And everybody that say, Lord, Lord, don't mean that they know him. So don't get excited because you see people, some people doing signs and wonders. Go back in Exodus. Those musicians done some signs and wonders. But God, when he came in on the scene, when Moses and him threw down their rod, that snake, that serpent ate up all the other snakes. God is more powerful than all of that. So you have to know all of these things to discerning of spirits. If you're having problems in your life and seem like you're getting tormented the enemy is using different things to bring torment in your life ask the lord what door have you left open what are the doors i'm talking about these um ouija boards um occult calling psychics anything that you're doing that's outside of um the kingdom that represent darkness you need to shut these doors because that's how the enemy come through and use all of these tactics through unopened doors be careful who you are connecting to and what you being connected to. The Holy Spirit will show it unto you. Amen? Amen. Does somebody have something they want to share through discerning of spirits? How the Lord um, used them to discern? Anybody? Manny? Yeah, come on, get
1: the mic. Um, <clears throat> it was a situation one time, like, uh, with a, with a person, I noticed they got distant who was always close and they got distant with me and another person and, um, we didn't really know what was going on and the Lord gave me a dream and showed me a particular person talking to this person and telling them things that basically turned them away but I mean I could literally see the conversation they was having and so when I finally talked to the person and told him what was going on and they said you know they agreed exactly that that's what what had happened and I mean, it brought peace, it, it reconciled, uh, the whole relationship, you know, by God just revealing that it just brought everything, uh, back together. Um, and I was, I was kind of young in the Lord then, and it was just amazing to me to just actually hear a conversation, you know, um, uh, I'm hearing somebody's conversation in, in, while while I'm at home, you know, um. And then uh, a particular situation with, uh, like what Apostle was saying about something running. Me and my wife went to a a hotel out of town. We had stayed out of town, and um, I laid on the bed, and and I seen something flash by the flash by the bed, and um, I told my wife about it. And then later on that night, she saw. She said she saw an angel, a big huge angel just standing over me. You know after that, and it was. I mean, it was no, uh, no more seeing that thing anymore, you know. But she, the Lord showed her the angel that was standing in the room over us.
2: Amen.
0: Anybody else? Come on, Sister Linda. I remember this is the,
3: time when the first time the Lord um, allowed me uh, to see an angel. Well, he had told me I was, he had told me that he was going to allow me to see an angel. So I said, oh my God, I don't want to see, what am I going to do if I see an angel? Is it going to have wings or whatever? So I was afraid because I didn't want to see anything, right? But he told me that. So at night, I was trying to figure out, now if he come into this door, can I get out the window? (laughs) and I was trying to figure out everything I could do with this angel walking my house. I stayed up all night for about a week, and I slept during the day. <laughs> so just <laughs> I did. I, mean, I did not want to see an angel. Mm-mm. No, I don't want to see nothing. And so how it happened, I remember my sister and I, we were coming from, Maryland one night we was coming home and my children were young and they, they were thirsty right so my sister said well there's a service station there she said but it's closed I said but there's a um, soda machine I said we'll just drive up there and get the kids something to drink so as I got out of the car I noticed I didn't have any change in that time you had to use change right So I never saw this car come up, but as I turned to go back to the car, this man was standing there, and he held out his hand, and uh, I said, oh, you have a change. I spoke. He never said a word, so he told me to get what I needed. I took the change out, got the soldiers out of the car, turned back around to thank him. There was no one there and that's how the lord allowed me to see that angel but you see there was no fear there Mm -hmm. but when i was looking for this angel (laughs) mm -mm, no (laughs) and 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 that's just you know like the lord would not allow you to anything to come upon you that would hurt you you know so i just wanted to share that (laughs) amen
2: Um, over the years, I've had quite a few experiences, um, but um, there's three that stand out in my mind, you know, just listening to what some of the um, others have shared. Um, concerning the, uh, I think about the scripture, be careful how you entertain strangers because you could be entertaining angels unawares. Uh, one time I was on my lunch break, I was living in Wilmington, and uh, I know I see people, we see people like this all the time with the signs that I work for food. But this particular time, you know, everybody you see is not an angel. But this particular time, it was this very elderly man. And I was on my lunch break, and I didn't have much money myself. And I went and got um, something to eat. And um, I think I had like $8 to my name. And I don't know where payday was. But anyway, it didn't matter. So I stopped and... uh, um, I rolled down the window because I, you know, I, I was kind of a little, you know, skeptical. So I had my window down like that much. <laughs> and uh, so I offered the man some money, and he wouldn't take the money. He said, no, I work for food. I insisted that he took what I had, but he said, no, I work for food. So I offered him some of my sandwich. I had bit off the sandwich, but, you know, he was hungry he wouldn't take it and he just looked at me and he said you know God answers prayers and so I went on to work and um during that time you know I was in the in the uh space in my life where I was believing God and praying and having expectations from God and it looked like things wasn't coming to pass but I was growing and learning God you know growing in him having to wait on everything and look like things wasn't coming to pass so god had this man to encourage me and um i couldn't find this man anywhere i couldn't i looked for him i couldn't find him and i know that this was an angel he wasn't somebody just trying to um take advantage or or because he wouldn't take anything i had he had a message for me and then down the road, you know, I'll, after a while, by and by, you know, just seeing God's manifestations in my life. But he just wanted to encourage me that God heard my prayers and God answers prayers. Mm-hmm. And I'll never forget that. I was entertaining a every once in a while. Even now, God bring that scripture to my remembrance because these angels look like any one of us. And so that's why we can't be nasty, rude, and short. all the time because you don't ever know if that is actually an angel of the Lord that we are entertaining and I give God glory for that i one more I remember um one other instance I was uh, living by myself in an apartment uh my roommate had moved out so it was just me and I was not um afraid every night but every now and then I become afraid and I was in the bed and um, I my room door was open I saw this big gigantic figure I could see through it but it was you could see the uh, he was defined but you could I could see through he moving in slow motion he looked like a gigantic mr. universe that's what he looked like (laughs) and I watched him he came towards my bed lifted my covers and got under in the bed and snuggled with me and I held my breath because I was afraid and um next thing I know I fell asleep it didn't take me a long time but it was right at that moment when I got in the bed and snuggled with me that was God was showing me safety that he has angels wrapped or camped around me and the reason why I was afraid and and I saw I read in the Bible in different instances when an angel came um god told them the angel told them to fear thou not use the angel of the lord say fear thou not because our eyes are not used to seeing the supernatural mm-hmm. beings so quite naturally fear you know unlike with that situation with sister, sister linda because she asked the lord he had to do it that way for her but in general fear is it's is not uncommon for fear to come upon it's why god had to say fear thou not amen so i give god glory for that angel that i saw then. amen
0: Can you send the mic up here with your husband and we're going to have the deacons to come up for the offering and we're going to dismiss.